Hello! Welcome to Tay to Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Mad Woman from Folklore. Same Mad Woman. It's a shame she went mad. <laughs> and today, we are discussing the song Marjorie from Evermore. Woot. Marjorie is the 13th track on Evermore. Oh. Evermore was released on December 11th, 2020, and this song was co-written by our guy, Aaron Dessner. Our guy. Marjorie has yet to be played live, but I am hoping, like we always are on this podcast, that we will sometime get some sort of live performance of Evermore One day. Stuff. One day. One day. I mean, at least we got to see Willow yes, on, we did. on the Grammys, so. Yeah. But besides that. We've had no, no live evermore. Nothing. We just went straight into re-records. Which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. But yes, we'd love to see this live one uh, day. Yeah. So Devin, mm. what do you think about Marjorie? Well, speaking of live, I have now had the ultimate privilege of seeing Taylor Swift live. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yep. We saw her this past weekend at the Beacon Theater talking about All Too Well 10 Minute Version. And it was just absolutely surreal. Yeah, incredible. And, and like, we didn't know she was going to perform. No. We, we hoped, but we didn't. We hoped. We didn't know. We hoped. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. It, it was just unbelievable. Yeah. So we are going to have a little, what would you call it? Um, a reaction podcast. A reaction um, podcast. Of all of our reactions to it and what we thought of it on our Patreon. Yes. Yes. So that will be coming out this week. Stay tuned. So about Marjorie. (laughs) This song is like super soothing. Mm -hmm. It kind of just lulls you into this like really nice place. Mm -hmm. A really nostalgic kind of place. Again, with Evermore and Folklore, she has the ability to create these like dreamy songs mm-hmm. that are are just like so so cool and and really they all have a vocabulary yeah for this album and folklore together right off the bat on this one you have Aaron, the quintessential now classic Aaron Dessner synths mm. <laughs> pulsing you know it's part of his musical vocabulary and for a lot of his songs on these albums he has this same kind of sound mm. and you can really under- like automatically know that like oh this is an Aaron Dessner yeah, yeah. collab yeah and then there are these great whole notes on the piano that start playing and there there's this pulse in this song that that's just really interesting it just keeps driving and, and along and it's really really cool and then when you get to the chorus you have that motif it's this guitar motif that's sprinkled out throughout the rest of these albums mm. and it's this like yeah you love that you know it, it's it's again whimsical it's it, it's this great thing and I, I think i said it on mad woman or maybe our last evermore song that the cohesiveness of these albums as like a whole story yeah are really really good and and you know that like this song is an evermore song yeah you know it has and a very clear yeah motif yeah, yeah a very clear vision a very mm-hmm. clear i keep 
going back to vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. Um, just like Lover had its vocabulary and reputation. I love the simplicity of the lyrics mm. in this song and the repetition of those lyrics. It's like it's a prayer. It's like yeah. it's she's it's like the serenity pledge or whatever she's she's saying these things over and over to herself being like like this is this is true like i'm i am remembering you and i am paying homage to you Mm. and it's it's really really beautiful yeah and i also love that simplicity because it builds up to the stream of consciousness kind of of the bridge yeah and how it's like it's like she has to explode into these thoughts and feelings that she has in the bridge. Yeah, she has all these thoughts she has to, like, get out. Yeah, yeah. it's like, I kind of picture it like she's at the memorial mm. of of this person. And the first couple of people that she talks to, she says, but I didn't stay dead, but I didn't say... And, you know, like, the the normal, like, these are the responses that I have to somebody asking me how I'm feeling mm-hmm. or asking me, like, what I thought of this person until you speak to that right person and you just let it all out yeah and you're just like you're just like this is this is exactly how i'm feeling i i should have you know cap like gotten every of the grocery store receipts Mm -hmm. i should have asked her how to be yeah all of these memories i have of her i i miss her so much you know and and then she goes back into the the what died and stay dead you know and I like that, the way it builds in that way. Yeah. That's really cool. It's a very complex song in its simplicity. Mm-hmm. It, it's really, really beautiful. And I love the harmonies that keep that build throughout the song. So the first time she sings the chorus, there's no harmony. And then the second time, there's a little bit of harmony. And then by the end, there's all there's this like chorus of voices mm-hmm. singing with her. And it just, oh, it's so gorgeous. And then I love in the last time through, um, she's singing to me now. And you hear, yeah. you hear her, she puts in that sample of, of her singing. And it's, it's so beautiful. And then the outro, it's the same. You hear her again. Yeah. Um, it, it's a really, really lovely tribute mm-hmm. to her mm-hmm. and i'm really glad that she wrote this it's it's a really really wonderful song yeah yeah how about you what do you think of it i totally agree i think it's just such a beautiful tribute from taylor to her grandmother and i also think that it's just such a mature way of thinking about it looking back on it you know like you can tell she feels and holds this in her heart yeah I also just, I love how her voice sounds in this song. It's just so, like, ethereal, so airy. You know, it's her evermore voice, folklore voice. And it's just very soothing and comforting. Yeah. I love the way that she interweaves lessons from her grandmother as the verses with the never be so kind, you forget to be clever. Never be so clever, you forget to be kind. And... Never be so polite, you forget your power. Never wield such power, you forget to be polite. Yeah. I think those are, like, really meaningful lessons. And I think it's really cool the way she puts them in as the verses. And, like, that's how they she starts the song. And then yeah. she's telling that. And then she's telling us about, like, remembering her grandmother. Like, you're alive in my head. And it, it's, it's really special. And yeah. it's moving. I love how she explores this idea of missing someone you love, but how... They're always with you in so many ways. Yeah. And that's really special and very, I think, a very comforting thought. And then just playing Marjorie singing opera at the end. It's just 
super beautiful. It also is like, it is, it's very like ethereal and almost otherworldly the way it's playing. Mm -hmm. And it also makes you feel as the listener that she's also alive in your head, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like in that song, she is alive, you know? And that's so cool and so special. And like for her to honor her grandmother like this, where, you know, millions of her listeners know about her grandmother and her legacy that's so special and yeah. really cool. So I agree. I think it's a really special song. Yeah. Oh, I love, I love that thought that like she is alive in this song. Yeah. And that she will always be with all of us now. Yeah. You know, we all know about her now and really, really cool. Really cool. Devin, mm. do you relate to Marjorie? Yeah, of course. I relate to the idea of the regret that you didn't spend enough time with somebody. Mm-hmm. Whether that be a loved one or a friend, that line, I should have asked you questions, I should have asked you how to be. Yeah. There have been people in my life who, after, you know, I, I fall out of touch with them or something happens where I don't see them for a long time and they were they were special to me or, or whatever, you, you don't really know what what's there until it's gone. Mm. Um, and I think that that's a really relatable thing. Yeah. Do you relate? Yeah, I definitely relate to this song in a few ways. As obviously, Devin, as you know, I recently lost my grandfather. And though I know he's no longer with us physically, I do. I feel his presence all around. And I think it's really comforting, especially like um, right now we're like helping clean out the house and going through all these old photos and just like seeing like his life in these photos. It's it's really special. And that I have so many memories with him and how lucky I am to have gotten to spend so many years with him. And you know, you can like really miss that person, but also know that they still live on in you mm-hmm. and in your love for them and in your memories with them, which I think is like really special. And even the same way too with Taylor's grandmother and how her art is honored in the song and her art, she lives on in her opera singing and stuff. My grandfather was an artist and, you know, everyone in the family, we all have uh, different paintings of his. So he also lives on in his work, which I think is really special. Yeah. And then I also really relate to the lyric, all your closets of backlog dreams and how you left them all to me. I had a grandmother named Sybil who passed away when I was only eight years old. She worked in theater as an actress and then later as a casting director and then a voiceover actress. Mm -hmm. And she never lived to see me fall in love with and pursue theater. And I definitely feel that I get my love of theater from her Mm. and most likely some of my dramatics, (laughs) quite possibly. And though we never got to share that love of theater together i just feel that she knows it and has gotten to see my life in the theater over all these years um and so that's really special too that like even though like she and i never talked about the dreams and that i was interested in going to theater because i didn't know that at age eight that like those dreams somehow like passed on to me which is pretty cool i mean i'm not an actress but it's that love of of the art form yeah Yeah. it's really cool so this song is absolutely relatable and i'm sure that many of our listeners can relate to it too for sure yeah yeah and your grandfather also was a big singer yeah he was (laughs) and i mean frank sinatra was his guy yeah and i mean just thinking about all of the times he sang at dinners even i have a lot of really wonderful memories of him yeah so how lucky you know are we 
Yeah, it's really that. special. So yeah, it's it that line "What died didn't stay dead" is just so true mm-hmm. because you are remembered when you're gone by the by the people that love you and by the things you left behind. And yeah, I especially like I know better, but I still feel you all around. Mm-hmm. I think that's also really really yeah. cool. Taylor always does it. Mm-hmm. She knows how to write it. Yes, she does. <laughs> how to write our feelings. No matter what, it's always just like, Taylor, how do you say things or how do you write things that just make so much sense? It's amazing. So like simply, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, God, so good. Well, now we get to the segment of... Gossip. Marjorie Finlay was Taylor's opera-singing maternal grandmother who died when Taylor was only 13 years old. The outro of the song, as we mentioned, features a recording of Marjorie Finlay singing opera in the background. Taylor explained that her mother found some old LPs of her grandmother singing. She sent that vinyl to Aaron Dessner, and he added her voice to the song. So cool. It's really special. So special. In an interview with Apple Music Zane Lowe, Taylor said... I think that one of the hardest forms of regret to work through is the regret of being so young when you lost someone that you didn't have the perspective to learn and appreciate who they were fully. Yeah. You didn't have that. I'd open up my grandmother's closet and she had beautiful dresses from the 60s. I wish I'd asked her where she wore every single one of them. Mm. Things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's completely relatable because, you know, when you lose someone young, you don't know to ask all those questions because you're young, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Marjorie is track 13 on Evermore, echoing its sister album, Folklore, where the song Epiphany is track 13 and about Taylor's grandfather, Dean. Mm. Mm-hmm. When an image of Marjorie was released with the lyric video, many felt that Taylor may have been channeling her brunette grandmother when she wore the brunette wig as an actress in the Wildest Dreams music video. That was the thing that I was going to say. Oh, really? Yeah, and actually somebody posted a screenshot of that, like, Mm. this past week, and the back of her chair has Marjorie on the chair. In the Wildest Wildest Dreams Dreams music video? video. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, we gotta go back and find that. And I don't know if it was photoshopped, it could have been photoshopped, Uh but it looked pretty legit. We'll have to go back and look, but that's really cool. Yeah. And she does, like, look like her. It's really, really neat. So this one is uh, most likely not something that Taylor thought of uh, when writing the song, but... (laughs) Whenever I hear what died didn't stay dead, I can't help thinking about what is dead may never Never die, die. which is a phrase that is said in Game of Thrones by uh, (laughs) those who live in the Iron Islands and uh, worship the drowned god. (laughs) Uh, To get a little nerdy on y'all, it always makes me think of that. So true. I don't mean that in like a bad way because like, yes, Iron Islanders are a little gruff, but I love the idea. What is dead may never die. Like they mean it in kind of like a warlike way, but just that idea too that like people are still around even if their bodies are not with us. Energy. Yeah. So I don't think that that was something that Taylor (laughs) thought of, but it makes me laugh. I mean, we do know she likes Game of Thrones, but I think that that's a little far-fetched. Yeah. They're not really similar. No. To the Arya's kill list? No. No, it's different. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah. I had, put, I had to put that one in. That's a Gossip Gab original. So, Devin, mm. what's your favorite line in Marjorie? Okay, so I love the whole bridge, mm-hmm. but that first line, just the way she sings it, too. Like, her voice is just so 
freaking amazing on this. And the the rhythm of it, the autumn chill that wakes me up, you love the amber skies so much. Yeah. Ah, it's just so good. So I'll, I'll say it as well. The autumn chill that wakes me up, you loved the amber skies so much. Yeah. Just... So good, yeah, and and I, that whole bridge is just so good that I, I can't put the whole thing. No, lovely, I love it. Yeah, how about you? What's your favorite? So this was hard for me because I have a lot of different lyrics that I like in this song, but I think that distilled down, my favorite is "Never be so kind, you forget to be clever. Never be so clever, you forget to be kind." Yeah, it's a really simple lesson but yet also very important. Yeah, and I think it's it's you know important to not you know. Be taken advantage of. Don't be so kind that, you know, you forget to be smart and clever. But also, don't forget to be kind. Mm -hmm. And I just think, like, that balance is so important. And I think especially right now in the current state of our world, Mm -hmm. like, being kind is so important and so underrated. Yeah. And so I just think putting that emphasis there and that lesson is is important. Yeah. Yeah. So I I like that one. Okay, another favorite of mine from 1 to 10, Closets of Backlogged Dreams, which I just have to say, like, just this idea of Taylor's grandmother singing opera and, like, having a career but not being, like, a huge, crazy opera star, right? And the fact that, like, all her closets of backlogged dreams and how you left them all to me and that her granddaughter is this superstar. And, you know, she died when Taylor was 13, so Taylor's career was, she was starting trying, but it hadn't picked up yet. Yeah. And how amazing that is, like... Imagine, like, who Taylor became and how, like, there is something about the fact that that was her grandmother that mm-hmm. she had that in her. And mm-hmm. it's, oh, it's just really meaningful. Yeah. It's beautiful. So, Devin, mm-hmm. from one to ten closets of backlog dreams, what do you give Marjorie? I'm going to give Marjorie a seven. Okay. It is absolutely beautiful. And I, I love this and and how, how it sounds, how she sounds, the meaning of it. I love all of it. There are just some on Evermore that I like more. Mm-hmm. And in terms of the overall discography of Taylor, this is probably like mid-range mm-hmm. for me. But I, I think it's a beautiful song. Yeah. How about you? From 1 to 10, Closets of Backlogged Dreams, what do you give it? I give Marjorie 8 Closets of Backlogged Dreams. Lots of closets. Lots. Um, I think, yeah, I think this song's really beautiful. I I really, it's like very comforting. I really like to listen to it. And when I'm in certain moods, it's also been just like really special since losing Papa. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I really like this song. Yeah. Yeah. Listen along with us. Check us out on Instagram at Tata Z Podcast and give us all your thoughts. You know, let us know who's the Marjorie in your life. What does this song mean to you? We would love to hear that. Yeah. Um, And remember, you can find exclusive bonus content on our Patreon. Um, What's coming out this week, or may already be out when this episode drops, is um, our recap of our time seeing Taylor at the Tribeca Film Festival, um, the All Too Well short film, and seeing her perform All Too Well 10-Minute Version. Ah! So please check it out. Be sure to follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this right now. And as always, thank you so much to our patrons on Patreon. You are the absolute best. Seriously, thank you guys so much. You are awesome. Well, next week, we will be covering our 100th song. Yes, pretty big deal. Pretty big deal. We are at episode 100 next week, which is absolutely not so. Huge, guys. Thank you. (laughs) Huge, huge, huge. We'll say more next week. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's Mary's song, Oh My My My, from Taylor Swift. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab.
This has been Tay to Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>